Welcome. This is Up in the Booth. Week-to-week NFL picks, NBA, NCAA football and basketball, fantasy, stats, and bet risk, all in one place. With co-hosts Hells and, of course, me, Chris Rise, here to give you your earful. Let's get it. What's going on, everyone? Up in the booth here. How you guys doing? JJ, welcome back. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm uh, really excited to, you know, talk about some more sports here. Got a lot of good topics for the folks at home. Uh, good, how are you doing good. today, bud? Busy, busy, but hey, we're here. We out here, as they say. As I say. You don't want to start on the top, though. You got a little recap on that. How's it yeah, I actually got three out of four. I uh, wound up winning that one last week. I only the one I got wrong was the Cowboys. I actually thought it'd be a better game than what it was. Uh, Mc McVay's fist pump, you know, kind of made me realize I was stupid for doing that. But hey, it is what it is. All the, all the rest, though, I knew the Eagles game was going to come down to a close one, even though JJ said it wasn't really that close. S- score determined that. But uh, other than that, yeah, it was a good week. I thought the Pats played outstanding. I did not expect that at all. Philip Rivers is no. Yeah, Philip Rivers is, I don't know, man. He'll never beat Tom Brady. That was the best team I've ever seen him play with, and he did not even come close to beating Tom Brady. So, Well, speaking of not even close, let's uh, let's get on to these recaps from last week, man. The Colts are at the, the Chiefs here. My God. Before you guys say anything, what do you think was the most the most wildest thing about that game? Um, the fact that no Lincoln. rushing yards came out of the Colts or defense. Okay, JJ. Uh, waking up to the snowstorm that was in the Midwest yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, how about uh, Kansas City's defense here, boys? Um, Andrew Luck did not look like a playoff Andrew Luck at all. I mean, he only got sacked three times, but he had a 19.7 QBR. He just did not look like Andrew Luck, and they honestly just shut the Colts down. Like, it, it, I thought for sure that Kansas City would get roasted. I thought it'd be like a forty-three to forty game or forty-three to thirty-seven. And Justin Houston come off that edge, baby. And another guy was it Jones, Chris Jones in the in the front there. He's a beast. Chris man. Jones is a beast. He's a, he's a, wasn't yeah. that? Wasn't he acquired yeah. not long ago? I have to get back to that. I really don't know. I just know he was a beast out there. And the only thing I'm questioning is, is I don't know if I can see Kansas City doing that back-to-back weeks, especially against the GOAT. So it's going to be a really good game. The Holmes going to have to come out here swinging. But I was really impressed with their defense that week. Anthony Hitchens' pickup was nice. Seven total tackles. Mm-hmm. Their secondary played good, too. No, the secondary played well. Out The – Kansas City defense that moved up their front line, like you said, those three guys, Chris Jones, Houston, and uh, D. Ford. What they did, I know what they did on the uh, the forced fumble. Uh, they overloaded one side. They put Justin Houston and D. Ford all on the the left side of the defense, be the right side of the offense. And I think it was Justin Houston who was lined up over the guard and just went right by him and forced the fumble and Andrew yeah. Luck. So their D line played really good. The, the Colts just really couldn't Absolutely. get anything going. I mean, 15 first, 15 first downs the entire game. I don't think they had one in the first half. And 10 penalties, they kept shooting themselves in the foot. Couldn't get a stop on third down to save their lives. Kansas City was firing. Even I think they missed a few big plays. There was a few drops in the game. This game could have been even a, a wider margin. Uh, Travis Kelsey is a beast. It is confirmed. I mean, he was beast catching everything. Dude. I, literally everything. Everything. I don't think he had a drop. There was at one point in one drive, I think the Chiefs, they caught like three third down conversions and then a fourth down conversion all in one drive. I just – I was very impressed with what the Chiefs did. They put together a nice game plan. The, the Colts really couldn't get anything going rushing early, which I thought when I woke up Saturday morning – you know, figure, hey, snowstorm, this is going to play right into the Colts' hands. But they couldn't get anything rushing early. I mean, they only had 84 yards on 14 carries – or 87 yards on 14 carries. That's still a six six yards a carry, but it wasn't like it was consistent 
some some drives Marlon Mack was mm. getting blown up in the backfield, and Terrible. there was just Broke really nothing that the Colts could do off. <laughs> Well, the thing is that that, too, is uh, the Colts' whole line didn't play like they did all season, two. I thought, like you guys said, the defensive line from the Chiefs was outstanding. I mean, they had eight QB hits on them, which, I mean, doesn't seem like a lot. But, I mean, for getting to Andrew Luck with that line, I think that's a decent amount just for that D-line. So, uh, I thought the uh, Colts' offensive line definitely was under underplayed this weekend. Yeah, they got to Luck they early get- and often, and the Colts just – they got behind and they they didn't and have the Chiefs offense, man. Williams, Mahomes killed it. I think yeah, huge. Damian Williams had a great game. He he had a great game. I I didn't I didn't expect him to go for what did he go for like a buck twenty and a touchdown. Yeah, buck twenty nine touchdown, five point two on average, man. Twenty five carries. That's crazy. So this is the thing with that. Man, like, yeah, yeah. is this almost like a Pittsburgh Steelers situation where it's like anybody you plug in this system is going to produce, or is it the fact that Crema is an elite talent? Because if you look at Le'Veon Bell, look at James Conner, he's doing the same thing. Do you think the system makes the running back, or do you think it's mostly the player? Because some of these otherwise, it's kind of interesting. I think to an extent it goes both ways. Yeah, I I think um, Damian. It took a, it's taken a couple games for Damian Williams to really get going here. I mean, he's had a few good games in Kareem Hunt's presence or in his in Kareem Hunt's absence, but I don't think that Kareem Hunt is was this replaceable. I think Damian Williams had a good game. The Colts didn't really have any uh, answers for the Chiefs offense and I noticed a lot on their Chiefs offense they put a lot of people in motion they were always motion what do you do kill. everybody do you do was moving seriously like when you see that guy in motion <laughs> there's nothing there's like there's nothing you can do really you guys fucking too quick man no when when he it's throws up the quick. peace signs when he throws up the peace signs he's there's nothing you can do he puts the peace sign in your face and He's exactly. gone. You know it's a touchdown. No, there's nothing you could do, and especially for what the playing field conditions were, to get the Colts linebackers moving, they did a lot of counters, a lot of just motion before the snap, a lot of movement. I thought that was great, considering you know the Colts linebackers were always out of position. So it's, it's I think. I think Kareem Hunt's an elite talent. It's tough to replace him, but Damian Williams I just think had he fits a great good game, with this so. system. Like, and you could tell he's he's the no, lead he back he in that does. system. Like you got Spencer Ware and Chanderic West, who I think are pretty decent too. But at the same Char-Kendrick. time, Charkandrick, whatever his name is, Charkandrick. <laughs> who names their kid Charkandrick? Sounds like a hey, Pokemon, dude. Maybe he is. Charkandrick. I choose you. <laughs> but no, really, like honestly, I, I just I really think like the way that he played. Uh, it just, it's kind of, it's just nice to see that in a system like that, you can plug in players. I feel like, I, I just feel like Chandrick West, or whatever his name is, would do pretty decent <laughs> as well. So, Charkandrick. But I, I thought Mahomes was the biggest part. He didn't look like a rookie. I mean, even though it was it Chris Sims said in the pre, he just looked ready. Like, it didn't look like nothing bothered me. So... I don't know. I just thought that was good to see, especially with that that pump fake and then running and die for the pylon. I just think that was a nice play for him too to show that you know he's he's ready for this moment. He's got the yeah. clutch gene, that's for sure. He's, he's he's looking nice. We'll see. We'll see this week. Um, moving on. Cowboys at the Rams. I was really fucking wrong on this one. I uh, I think everybody was. I do. Yeah. Yeah, we all took the yeah, Cowboys to cover. We did. I bet on them, though. And it wasn't Dak's fault. I'm sorry. It wasn't Dak's fault this game. And I don't care no, what anybody says. They, dude, the defense shut down their run game. Zeke had 47 yards, yep. 2.3 on average, man. And that one-two punch now with the LA Rams. My golly gosh, dude. Fucking C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson looks like he what just went to a big boy before the game. And what a story, man. Down, the dude. kid... The kid's been interviewed by several teams, including Detroit, right before he gets a job at LA Rams. I'm glad he really didn't wasn't here, doing much. Thought the season was over after being cut, right? Yeah, he got cut by, I believe, Carolina. Came in, I think, week 15 or 16. I know it's his third straight 100-yard game, I believe. And I mean, <laughs> that their O line, the Rams O line. Is it very is. good. I mean, when you can put up 273 rushing yards as a team. If you recall. 
he was a nice he was a nice player in Denver, but you just you just don't you just don't expect it from a guy like CJ Anderson. CJ Anderson's a quality back, but though. this late now, I guess fresh I guess fresh legs this late in the year, he really hasn't been used a whole lot this year. He definitely could be an X factor this going forward true. in next week's this game. Is true. But I, uh, I, I thought the, the 15 for 28, 186. Yeah. He, really didn't even, he really didn't even have to rely on his passing, man. It was just, no, just, he didn't need to do, they didn't need to yeah, do a whole lot. Really I mean, they it. just gashed the Cowboys defense. Yeah, they they could do whatever they wanted up front. But no, Helzer, I think that had too. a really good game. It's just they couldn't. They couldn't get anything going on with the rushing attack, and I think if you stop the Cowboys' rushing offense and let Dak beat you, you're probably going to win that 100% game nine agree. times out of ten. Hundred percent agree. And it's not taking anything away from Dak. I don't either. think he it's was. Just, the, that's just their. That's uh, their identity. You know what I mean? You stop their identity and try to get them to go. Otherwise, it's going to be difficult. He only had twelve right. incompletions. And Dak's man. not that kind of. Same with Seattle. Fucking crazy. Same exact way. I feel like. Yeah, they're kind of. Uh, the, I mean, uh, a little bit more white. Yeah, their play card. I mean, yeah, a little bit. And I, I definitely would rather have Russell Wilson over Dak. I, I could literally let, let Russell Wilson call his own plays. I don't know if I could do the same thing with Dak, but yeah, this one, uh, this one got away from the Cowboys. I, I think it was uh, in the second quarter, second half. Just they ruined our parlay, man. Nothing they, they did. We took a fucking <laughs> yeah, and we that was the one game we missed, and it was a seventy-five dollar, and we were gonna win. We were gonna cash out sixty-five hundred. Me, Uncle Bill, and Ian split it. So you bet on her too, then, huh? Yeah, this did not work. Didn't work. Did not work, man. I, I believe I believe in the Cowboys. So just they won what was eleven to twelve before that game, and they just their defense is solid. And if they, I thought that if they controlled the football, they would at least cut it to a seven and a half spread. I mean, I just did not expect that. I mean, kudos to the Rams, though. But I just the one thing I don't understand about Dallas is you know you get a a great rushing attack, you get Amari Cooper. They need a legit tight end. Especially for Dak Prescott, the way a quarterback is, I think yeah, if they that's had to be their number one priority going into the draft, man. Dude, they have a tight end at least have, yeah, even a Cameron Brait or someone that that can just get red zone threats or anything like that. A third down catches, I think that's huge. They don't really have no one. I mean, Blake Jarwin had what one good game this year. That was the it. Lions need that too, though. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the Blake Jarwin went for like three touchdowns and two hundred yards or some crazy shit at like week seventeen. Yeah, yeah, it was that. That was a wild game. But I mean, Michael Gallup like stepped Michael up. Gallup. I've been played playing him in well. fantasy this week. Uh, he had one hundred nineteen yards on six catches. That he, he had the one on one opportunities. He made some plays. So. I, I I like him. He's a nice little piece. He's gotten a little bit better this year every game. So we'll see going forward. Yeah, Dallas could definitely use a, a tight end threat. Losing Jason Garrett. Or not Jason Garrett, Jason, Garrett, Jason Witten. Garrett. Um, what do you guys think about that? Do you guys yeah, think for real. Uh, yeah, I think I you think should have been fired a long time. 11 out of the last 12, though, especially. I mean, you, you only won 10 games, but or not 11, <laughs> obviously, but so. So mediocre. He's a mediocre coach yeah, at best. I, it's tough, man. They they should they should fire him. They should fire him while they have Lincoln Riley on line one. Tell Jason Witten, give him or Jason Garrett, uh, give him a cardboard box. Tell him to pack up your shit, and we're hiring fucking Lincoln Riley. But that's obviously not happening. But yeah, I don't. I don't think and, Garrett should be the head coach anymore. And the funny thing is too about the best. tight end thing. Actually, do uh, you guys remember when da- Dallas was gonna draft Dallas Goddard, but the Eagles traded up a pick before him and took Dallas that Goddard? Was kind of funny. I, I think they definitely I took do. him too. And uh, Dallas Goddard actually, even with Ertz out there, he's made some pretty good fantasy numbers lately. Yeah, for a Goddard second tight end, bad, man. He looks like a pretty quality backup right now, and. He's a one-year guy, so he, he might have a future. Yeah, especially if he gets released. Or I think Ertz he will. is out. I mean, Ertz is always out sometimes. Right, Ertz is Ertz. Mm-hmm. You guys want to talk about uh, the Sunday games? No, I think I think we're good. We'll end Let's it do it. <laughs> Let's get into it, man. Chargers. See <laughs> yeah, folks. Have a good Chargers night. Chargers at the Patriots. My God. Um. 
All Chargers right. didn't do a damn thing. I'm gonna tell you right now, they didn't do a damn no. thing. I actually went and got my dog half at halftime because the score was so bad. I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I, 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 I turned on PlayStation. Yeah, honestly. Dude. You know, Tom Brady came in this game, and why did we doubt him? I and mean, we were just talking about this last week. Like, this is Tom freaking Brady. Nine AFC championships he's been to. You think a guy that looks like the Chargers head coach, he looks like he's a Meyer janitor at 12 o'clock at night, driving a little Zamboni, is going to come in and beat Bill Belichick in New England? I thought he would. I guess I was crazy. But I don't know. I just, I really. What about. What about Sonny Michelle taking over that prime? I love Sonny Michelle I, I, over James White though, because you know you know how that James White turns into a fucking beast come playoff. Well, that's the thing they didn't. I thought need, that was amazing. They didn't need to pass him the ball just because the running was working so good. I, the thing I love about that's Sonny what I mean. Michelle, it was great. Sonny, we Mich- haven't seen that in a while. Well, that's the thing. When's the last time you seen a Patriots take a running back in the first round? It's been a long fucking time. Roni. I don't know. It's been a long time. So I think. Uh, on the last 10. Oh, Lawrence Maroney. Okay, so that was the last time, and he did pretty decent, but I think Michelle, man, I mean, once they took him in the first round, you knew this is what he was going to be. He was going to get these carries. I mean, James White would be in the hey, backfield. I wanted him as a, as a lion, so. Yeah, I, and honestly, I think Carrion's just as good. I, mean, you put, I do, too. You I put Carrion on the Patriots, I would love to see it, but I just think once you draft him in the first round, Show your dirty mouth, <laughs> you, you get him in the no, first no, no. round for a New England organization. There's big things planned, and uh, yeah, he, he's a beast, man. He's a beast. I thought Tom Brady played well. I thought Julian Edelman had a really good game. 343 yards. Oh, yeah, he played well. 7.8 on average, a touchdown. Only one touchdown, yes. right? Yeah, only one. But hey, he controlled it's the only, game. It looked yeah, boring. Sonny Michelle had 129 yards, 24 carries, man. Yeah, I don't know if uh, the Chargers forgot what time this game started, but yeah, it was, it was. Uh, I mean, the Patriots scored on their first Dude, four it drives. Atrocious. It was twenty twenty eight seven before you knew it. I thought it would thought it would be a shootout. Chargers came right down and answered, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this game. I'm locked and loaded. Just split wood earlier in the day. The blood's <laughs> pumping. I'm ready to go, and and then nothing. They they didn't do anything else. The New England D line had no sacks, but they were all over. They were in Philip Rivers' yeah, face yeah. all what were game they doing? one. I didn't understand rush Cover zero. And that, I think it was a four man nice. rush. Yeah, I don't know if they brought. They they faked a lot of blitz pack. They faked a lot of blitz looks. Dropped them back. I don't think I don't think they no. brought a whole lot of pressure. Yeah, they just dropped them back and just let uh, Trey Flowers. And they and were they were so disruptive down low, man. Like you're saying, it was it was nuts. It was as effective as sex, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, because Philip Rivers is under pressure. Is I'm terrible. sorry, Philip Rivers is a statue. Yeah, twenty yards, he's a statue so like Tom Brady. Away. It looked nasty. Yeah, and Keenan Allen, like we, like I. Thought he would. I didn't. He didn't. Didn't he do too much. You know, he got six targets. They, they looked at that. He was. He definitely. He got by. Uh, I think it was Gilmore on that play. Supposed to be cover three, and uh, he lost him in the coverage. But other than that, that they, they couldn't get anything on the ground. That Melvin Gordon only had 15 yards, nine they're, carries. They're, they're, they were just underrated receivers out of the bunch, out of the three top ones. There, Tyrell Williams had the most. You know, and that's, yeah. that's weird. Had the most production, yeah. Yeah, he had a productive day. Uh, Mike Williams was targeted yeah, an awful was. lot. I don't know why they took so many He should have had that first. I think if How are you going to throw a deep shot? Yeah, he dropped that one. He dropped How are you going to throw a deep shot sure. when you're getting blitz like that, though? That's what I don't understand. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the all the Patriots Dan did was Murray dink and dunk, but it worked because – yeah. Well, because the Chargers, the Chargers, all the Chargers did was just sit in zone coverage the whole time, and Brady was just dissecting them. You gotta give Brady different look. You can't just sit in one, even if it's different zones. You can't sit in one coverage team. You gotta bring pressure. You gotta play, man. You gotta give different looks. They just sat there and zoned the whole game, and they They just got cut up. I didn't expect that either. The way they played the week before. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. The, the way the Chargers looked uh, in the wild card round compared to, I mean, their defense, um, granted, they're, 
Like I said, though, it had to play. Lamar Jackson isn't going to be throwing yeah, the ball like, like Tom Brady. It wasn't going to be, you know, that same defensive look. And, you guys uh, hit it, man. They weren't ready. They were not ready for this game. In fact, bro, there was no snow. There was predicted to be snow. No snow. Still. I mean, look, so, uh, Sony Michelle, 24 carries, 130 yards, three touchdowns. How about James White? 15 receptions? What the hell were they doing on defense to get this hey, guy dumb. 15 receptions? Everybody's dropping back in his own coverage, and it was just Edelman and White. And it's small, short chunks, but they were moving the chains. They kept the ball moving. They were staying on schedule, and they could just run the ball whenever. I mean, anything they did just worked because the Chargers – I don't think the Chargers made any no. fucking adjustments. They they just were not ready to play. They were not prepared. I don't know if it was coming back. They went back to Los Angeles and then flew back to, to New England. I don't know if that was the case. I know playing two East Coast games – I mean, they, they played a lot of East Coast games this week or this year, but they were really good going to from the West to East on the Sunday. But for whatever reason, they were just not prepared. Probably one of the biggest games for Philip Rivers' career up yep. to this point. He was upset. To show for it. I, I feel bad. I feel bad for Rivers because he's a great quarterback. I, you it's know, not what, whatever uh, people are going to say. When has he ever had a great coach? So I, was his best coach? Was it Ken Wisenhunt back in the day? Is that his best coach? Or uh, what's no. that? North Turner? Sean Schottenheimer, wasn't he the yeah. coach? When they were like, when they had it LT. You know, I, just, I think it was you know, Sean. And look, you look at New England doubled I'm their possession. Sure. 38 minutes to 22 almost. I mean, that's double, yeah. double right there. That, that's it. right there is going to win you the game in Foxborough. So. Every time. I don't know. I just I feel bad for Philip Rivers. He probably got he went home and had another kid. He's gonna have another kid next year. Just Jeez. take all the frustration out. Jeez. A lot of rage sex happening yeah. in the Rivers household. They have eleven sex. kids. And someone told kids. me the other day, how can he afford to have that much kids? How can he afford to have that much kid? The guy makes what fucking twenty million dollars a year. He better yeah. afford to have that much yeah. kids. God damn. Yeah, he probably makes enough money in endorsements. I heard he's a simple living kind of guy, so I'm sure instead of Beamers and Bentleys, he can afford oh, a few extra kids. Say, right? He does have a crazy-ass vehicle, though. <laughs> a nice old uh, fucking like, like Kirk a school Cousins. bus. <laughs> Kirk Cousins still drives his, like, what, his uh, car when he was like 25. Yeah, the minivan. His minivan. So, like, I thought right, it was a yeah, minivan. $30 or $90 million guarantee I'm driving a minivan. Then Antonio Brown shows up in a helicopter. Get the fuck out of here. Doing a hundred in the city of Pittsburgh. Well, Eagles or Saints. I'm gonna let you guys start off with this one here. I knew it was I gonna mean, happen. Everybody, here. dude, everybody thought that these Eagles were gonna pull this off right here though when they got that. No, they lead. did not. Dude, no, when they, they got didn't. that fourteen no, nothing lead, I, everybody I did was not. like no, Eagles are tearing no. it up. Oh Nick Foles. It's hard to say that because no. the fans were at home. That's why when I seen they were at fourteen nothing, I said, Hey, they got a shot. But there's the second half, it's Sean Payton, it's Drew Brees, they have seven and oh in the dome. Yeah, Some the Saints fucking happen. destroyed. Eagles didn't do a damn thing. And JJ hit it on 14 the head. Fourteen points, damn thing. But the thing is, it's like you're the Saints. You're not beating the Rams. If you're playing this Eagles defense and you're scoring that many points, what the fuck you think you're gonna do against the Rams? If you even score less than twenty points, you're not going to the Super. To score at least thirty points to beat the Rams for sure. You score sixteen or or what is it around the Eagles? You're not you're not beating the Rams, so they better get their shit together. Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just had a bad bad game. Uh, it wasn't terrible overall. I mean, they dominated possession, time of possession. They had the ball 38 minutes to the Eagles 22. They had 11 penalties for 84 yards. They got to clean that up. Like you said, Hauser, if they want a chance to get into the Super Bowl, they can't take 11 nope. penalties next week against uh, the LA Rams there. But I thought I had talked about it last week. I, I didn't see anybody covering Michael Thomas on this team and nobody nobody wanted to uh he had 12 12 catches 171 yards went for a touchdown 16 targets clearly he's their top guy he's their top weapon along with Kamara and uh Mark Ingram they really I mean they did enough on the ground 
Obviously, they dominated time of possession. But uh, 137 yards as a team. So, yeah, they need to play better. But I just don't think it was that close in the second half. The score really doesn't tell the whole story. I don't think Nick Foles played very good. Uh, 18 to 31, only 200 yards through two tu- through two yeah, interceptions, yes, like we, we said last yep. week, me and Rozzy. If if we if you're gonna throw two interceptions, two, if you're gonna give the ball back to New Orleans on turnovers, you're not gonna beat the Saints. I, they didn't take care of the ball, and they just had they had a hard time doing anything on them. Got those two two drives, two touchdowns. And that was it. They couldn't they couldn't do anything else. So they, Saints made it. Saints made it tough on Nick Foles. They made a lot of adjustments. A lot of questionable calls too. I feel like didn't especially get, like there's a couple penalties I should, could have seen definitely going in Philly's favor. But that one Golden Tate pass interference, but it was even turn around on a key third down. I mean that was I don't know I don't know if that's home cooking or what but there was a lot of plays I seen in this game where it just it seemed like that it was just always going New Orleans way I feel like Philly didn't catch no breaks and especially at the end there with Jeffrey but I mean that's besides the point that's that's a tough way to lose a game uh, that's a tough drop tough drop playing with uh, what was it crack yeah. ribs broken ribs yeah it's a tough way to end the season yeah I don't know I just I really thought. I thought Nick Foles, I think if he makes that catch, I'm not saying they win the game, but I think Nick Foles, he possibly could have took him down to the goal line and did some kind of magic. I don't, Like I said, I don't think they win the game. If you give Breeze even 47 seconds with two timeouts, I still think he can get a field goal off and win it, but definitely would have made it a little more interesting. What about that Jeffrey catch, boys? Or the Jeffrey no catch? You got jokes, don't you? <laughs> I know. I, I thought it was gonna be a close game, man. I really did. I just no one, no one believed in the Eagles before the game. I mean, no one did. Like even with the the spread was highest for a long time in a playoff game. Was it nine points? I mean, that's huge. Eight, yeah, that's huge for a playoff. Even though Dallas was getting seven and a half, but still, that's just the way Philly was playing. You know, they were just hot, and it's not about who's good; it's about who's hot in the playoffs. I mean, they, they clearly. You know, that's what happened last year with them, so. I don't even think they were that hot. I mean, during the ride to get into the playoffs, Nick Foles had the one good game against the oh, Redskins. They... Yeah. I mean, the la- the last three weeks, he's at least turned the ball over at least once or twice. I don't think Foles was playing that well, and this was only a matter of time. I mean, he had a magical run last year, but, yeah, it, it was yeah. OV. Yeah. It's a, it, get him out of here. I hope somebody overpays him. That's not Detroit, <laughs> yeah. but. Somebody's gonna pay. I, it's gonna be Jacksonville that gives him twenty-five million just to come here and go down to Jacksonville and and uh, be average. That's what he is at best. He caught fire. I mean, Jeff Hosteller did the same thing for the ninety-one Giants. Trent Dilfer did the same thing for the two thousand Ravens. Trent it's it's a, it's a span of four to five games. See, I think. There's no way you're going to keep Foles over Wentz either, and that's and a Doug whole different Peterson. argument. It's Doug, Doug Peterson. I honestly respect Doug Peterson so much. I think he's a great coach. I didn't think he was that good of a coach, but until I seen him make the plays that he made in the timeout with the Bears, he's no risky. Timeout, he's he risky, and it's he was paid off. It. Yeah, exactly. And I think the way the system he made for Nick Foles is great too. I agree. I don't think Nick Foles will succeed that much anywhere else, but I think there's a couple teams where he could do decent. I mean, I would even throw out Tampa Bay. I mean, if Winston gets in his shit again and you can't get Fitzpatrick, I mean, I think him and Tampa Bay with Mike Evans and along that would be somewhat decent too, but that'd be the only team I could really see that I don't think he can go to Jacksonville. I don't, I don't, they got too many young receivers that I, I just don't see it. I think that's a Flacco type uh, move right there, if anything. I would rather take a rookie. Haskins. So I want to talk about this this NFC championship game here first. Um, Saints versus Rams, right? So I got a few things I want to to point out before we kind of make our picks here. Okay. All-time record. Rams, Saints here. Rams lead 41-33. Playoff record. Saints lead one nothing. They've only met one time. Last game back in 2000. That was back in you know October 2001, I believe. Um 
31-28. That was the score. So since the teams have played them games, they're 6-6 six and six against each other. With Breeze, 4-4. Four and four. That being said, what do we have here for the point spread and the over-under? Rams um, are getting plus three and a half, I see. Yeah. Um, we got a 57 over-under. Before you say start with the picks here. Before you say anything, did Mark Bolger ever beat Drew Brees? <laughs> I bet it was Kurt Warner. You know, I'm not sure on who, you know, who was who there. Making those six and six, four and four games, but that's a good question, Hellser. <laughs> Mark fucking Bolger, I forgot about that. <laughs> right, right. Mark fucking Bolger. No, honestly, boys, like I said, I'll start it off here. Uh, I know what you guys are gonna do, so I'm I'm doing the opposite, but I actually believe in this opposite. Um the last time they played, like I said I think the Rams were down about must say twenty or something points at halftime. It looked like a blowout, they started coming back, the Saints end up winning. Um, I think the Saints are too cocky. I think they're too cocky of a team, especially at home, to beat the Eagles only by six points, to come in and play a Rams team with a great head coach and a great passing attack, and hopefully Gurley is healthy. Um, that's a huge if. But um, in the defense, you got one of the greatest D-lines I've seen in a long time, even though they're not producing that much right now as they should. I mean, all everybody in their defensive line is a first-round pick. You know, you count that you got Dante Fowler, you got Ndamukong Sue, you got Michael Brockers, and you got Aaron Donald. Um, so the secondary is probably the weak point, but I just I, I think I think McVay's going to get it done, man. I think New Orleans is just they're too they're at home, but I just have a funny feeling McVay's going to pull this out, man. I don't know why. I just I think revenge is key here, and if I had to take it, I will definitely take the plus three on the Rams for sure. So what you're saying is the uh, the $250,000 in cash, all in ones, by the way, and the Super Bowl trophy sitting in their locker room, you think that's a bad idea, bad move, bad move? I love that now. move. I love the move. I just think the team's cocky. Even like, so like after after the win, they put on Facebook Live that they, they were cracking out some Meek Mill after they beat Philly, which, yeah, do what you got to do. But just the comments that some of these Saints players are making towards the Rams, like I get it and everything, but it's almost like, dude, you scored 20 points against a secondary who literally is depleted, and you were at home in the, one of the best home field environments. Like, at take care point, of business. At this point, how's it? They took care of business. They got the W. That they did. Oh, no. JJ. Regardless, though, man, I think it's – it's Rams, man. I, I just I got the feeling, man. I got this funny feeling that McVay's not going down. Hellsy, you know what though, man? I'm not against you. And I know you think I'm taking the Saints here. Um, I think you are though. I'm you're, not you're, you're scooby doing me. That's the thing, no, no. Plus three and a half, I'm taking Rams. See that was gonna be twenty seven, twenty eight? Straight it'll be a close game, yeah. I like that. I like that. To Rob, me, three and a half is a pick em. I'm sorry. If it's even, dude, if it's even, that's a different problem. If you're giving me six and a half, five, seven, yeah, that's different. Three and a half, that's almost a pick em to me. Three and a, yeah, three and a half, I would, I'd probably take the Rams. I'm going under on that. Though, you're going sure. under? Yeah, going it's under. close. Dude. It is close. You know, Roz, man, it's just we live – these are the last two games. Um, I don't expect them to be blowouts. I'd be they're very disappointed if they were. But this uh, this Rams and Saints game, this is, this is Joe Buck, isn't it? It's Joe Buck Aikman. It's got to be. Yeah, I, don't, I understand. And, and, yeah, Joe Buck and Aikman right here in New Orleans. I understand. I'm with you, though, Hells. I'm with you. I'm just going under on that 57. You taking the you taking the colors on the fucking you, you taking the announcers here? Let's hear it. I love me some Joe Buck. I mean, if you guys see my snatch the day, I seen a millennial Joe Buck too. Uh, if you seen that <laughs> at the bar, literally looked just like him. And I was watching the game; it was awesome. But um, yeah, I, I really love the Rams this game. I just and it's not even the fact that they're a better team. It's just I think New Orleans they need to come, they need to come out to be a different team this week to show me otherwise. If they, if they come out that team that they came out last week, there's no way because right. Dallas is a better team than Philly. 
and I think Dallas is a better defense, and they were at home, and they put it to him, and Todd Gurley barely even did anything. It was C.J. Anderson. So if Todd Gurley's available this well, game, I would definitely love to see it. He did a lot, too. They both had a lot uh, of yeah. yards. But, yeah. Uh, J.J., why, why, why the Saints? I'm taking the Saints because I think Michael Thomas is, is going to have another great game. Last time, uh, week nine, last time that yards, a touchdown on 15 targets. I mean, he got the cell phone from under the field goal post. Joe Horn dialed up another play and said, "Look, Marcus Peters can't cover me. This game's over." And last week, Marcus he did. Peters can't cover no Please one. Please, right I soft. get that. Real soft. I don't think Marcus. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think Marcus. I don't think anybody on the secondary is gonna stop Michael Thomas or slow him down. I, I do think Gurley's the key player on the uh, the Rams side of the ball, though. I mean, he went for 16 carries, 115 yards last week. The key is though they gotta get him. They gotta get him involved in the passing game. Uh, the first time they played in Week Nine, he went six for 11, only on seven targets. So I I gotta see I gotta see Gurley do some something in the passing game for him to be that X factor, give him that chance. I don't trust Jared Goff. I I don't think he's an elite quarterback that can make the kind of throws good quarterbacks can make. I think you know he's kind of been blanketed in the offense this this year. But um, yeah, I'm gonna take the Saints at the minus three and a half, and I'm taking I'm definitely taking the over on this game, even though it's 57 points. Uh, they're in a dome. They don't got no weather to worry really? about. I think I think it's going to be another kind of shootout like it was the first game. So I'm going to take the over on the 57 here. Okay. okay. I would actually take the Drew over Brees. too. Drew Brees, 6-0 at home now in the playoffs. So he's tough to beat down there in the dome. Do you think, though, I will ask you, do you think that the Rams – have the best shot to beat them out of any team in the NFC, if even if it wasn't even the Rams playing? Out of anybody in the NFC? Offensively. Yeah. Yeah, in the NFC, yeah. Uh, not in the NFL, but in the AF, in the NFC, yeah, they were probably the best team to, to stop them. That or the yeah. Bears, maybe. I don't know. But the, Bear, the Bears would have to get them at home, not in the Dome. Yeah, Bears play their own game. If the Bears make them play their game, they're really hard to beat. They're one yeah. of the best teams in the NFC. Yeah, so I uh, know at this point you got to try to fight fire with fire offensively and just try to get the ball in the last possession so you can win the game. But, um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Saints. I think it's going to be close, but I think there's going to be a lot of points. I think this one's a shootout. It is going to be close. Moving on. Next game, Patriots at the Chiefs. Now, this is going to be frigid temps, man. I hear it's going to be real cold. Nine right? degrees. Real cold. Unfortunately for the Chiefs, Brady's considered one of the best in cold weather, right? Hell's Brady's you. one of the best in cold. Dude, <laughs> what's boys, your take, buddy? Boys, what do we boys, got boys. at the uh, the uh, spread? We got plus three to New England, and we got a 55 and a half over under. What do you got? I'm going under. I don't think that. I think both teams' game plans, I think it's just too cold to score over that many points. I know that sounds stupid, but the Patriots are on the road. They're not as good of a road team as they are a home team. And the thing I see with this, I think Mahomes is going to ball. Don't get me wrong. I think he's going to control the clock, too. I think Brady's going to do it this same. I honestly cannot pick a winner in this game, Rousey. It is literally old versus the, it's old versus the new. This game, it's whoever has the ball last is going to win the game. They're not going to turn it over. Mahomes ain't turning the ball over to lose it. Brady's not turning the ball to lose it. Whoever has the ball at the end of the game will win the game. And I honestly think, deep in my heart, as I love Tom Brady and love Patrick Mahomes, I think Mahomes is a little too inexperienced. I think Brady's just going to overpower him a little bit and make the more better decisions and hold the ball more till the end to get the Goskowski field goal and win it. So I think Tom Brady's going to win it, but it's, it's so close. I just, I don't, I see both these guys playing outstanding. I just think the Patriots are going to edge it out here just because of playoff experience. And it's in Kansas city. I could be wrong, but uh, Mahomes, it'd be crazy for him. If he beats Tom Brady in the AFC championship, his first ever AFC championship after nine appearances, I mean, we're talking about the next Brett Favre. 
they're even something better than that. Like, this is huge for Mahomes. He wins this game. They'll be favored to win the Super Bowl, no matter what. No matter what the score is of the Saints and Rams game. You beat Tom Brady in the AFC Championship as your second year, you're going to be favored. So, I think it's going to be the Patriots. I say maybe by, like I said, a field goal or something like that. But it's going to be close. Well, that's what the Week Six re- uh, matchup was. Pat- Patriots won forty-three to forty. I think this one would have been exciting, uh, explosive, like it was the first time around. If it uh, if it wasn't going to be uh, ten degrees or less, uh, I, f- mm-hmm. I found this found this tidbit here on Twitter from Evan Silva. He's with Roto World. Tom Brady all time in sub thirty degree weather. He's twenty four and four, five and one at sub twenty degree weather, and that's what it's projected to be. It's projected to be somewhere ten degrees or less. I I like Pat Mahomes. I I don't like. I love Pat Mahomes. He's he's one of my favorite players Love. to watch. He makes the most ridiculous throws look so easy. It, it it's legit. Why like watching a shortstop out there at quarterback because he he will make 100%. any kind of throw off any kind of. Back foot, front foot, no foot, around people. I mean, it, no, you're not looking at people. It's it's amazing. It's so beautiful to watch. As a guy, poetry emotions. Yeah, as a guy who loves to watch good quarterbacks, this is beautiful. In the red zone this year, uh, twenty yards or closer into the end zone, Pat Mahomes has thrown the ball 103 times. He has 35 touchdowns in those 103 attempts. He's very efficient in the uh, in the red zone. So I think if the Chiefs can stay with the Patriots if they can if they can develop a run game because I know the Patriots are going to want to do the same thing cold weather they're going to want to control the clock take the ball out of out of Mahomes hands do not let this kid get into a rhythm or he'll burn you um I think it's going to come down to which defense from last week shows up this week we know decent defense travels they've both I mean Casey I think Casey's performance came out of nowhere to be honest because they haven't been and that well all year. They had a really good game last week. Only gave up 15 first downs, three sacks. Held the Colts to zero for nine on third downs. And New England, uh, they held Rivers to like 49% completion percentage. Only gave up 19 rushing yards. But in the end, I do, like you said, Helzer, for whatever reason. I, it breaks my heart to say this, but I think Brady and the, the Patriots – they win the ball game. I think I'll take the Patriots plus three here. I'm definitely taking the under. I, I think both teams are going to try to grind it out. Oh, well, at least the Patriots will. I, the Chiefs the Chiefs love to sling the ball, and I love watching it. Andy Reid looks exactly like my father uh, for whatever reason. But <laughs> Oh, man. No, JJ, I totally it's, – it's just inevitable. Like you said, man, it's just – I can't see it happen another way just because it's nine AFC championships. There's a reason why. And for someone to come in there their second year and do this to Tom Brady, it's just very difficult. If it happens, he's going to be – he is the MVP and he deserves the MVP. But it's just huge, man. And I just – I can't see – I see a Patriots-Rams Super Bowl a rematch. And uh, I'd be, any Super Bowl here is going to be great. These are four of the best teams in the NFL, so I'm not even mad. I'm sure you can agree with that too, Roz. Hell, here's what I think. I think you're absolutely right on those statements. Um, both both teams. Um, I got some things to say here, and it's it might be a lot, but uh, I got some things to say here. Let's hear it. Although many, I'm sure many, want the Chiefs to win this game. Here's a, here's a few stats on the Patriots. All right. Patriots records against teams with the passer rating below 90 since 2013 is 45 and 4. A record against teams with a pass completion percentage below 63% since 2013, 46 and 4. The record against teams with at least 300 passing yards on 38 plus attempts since 2013, 14 and 3. Chiefs runs game, run game, you say, huh? Pat's record against teams that average 4.3 yards per carry on 20-plus attempts since 2013-26-9. Record when the Pats have at least 400 total yards since 2013, 32-2. When they score 21 or more, 60-7. and seven. Against teams that right? Against teams that allow 130 rushing yards per game, 24-0. 
When Brady has a passer rating of at least 105, 28-1. Brady has at least 315 yards passing, they're 24-2. and two. And when Tom Brady completes at least 65% of his passes, they are 36-5. and five. And that's all, folks. Rozzy, can I ask you a question, though, like personally? This is Patrick Mahomes. I agree. Do you think? I understand. Do you think he's gonna go under two hundred yards passing? No. No, I think he might pass over that a little bit. That's one stat out of all those that that, that is gonna be a little bit different this game, though. Those stats are phenomenal. It's crazy. But this, yeah, this is this is Patrick good, Mahomes. Uh, good stat digging there, Rozzy. That was a lot of good numbers. And but it's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, throw throw, throw that away, Rozzy, because we're getting the goat. If Sony Michelle, dude, they haven't lost a game if they rush over 135 yards or whatever it was. If Sony Michelle rushes for over that, you're fucked. Got the old bull. Now we're going to see the young calf. Which one's coming out? It's going to be a it's going to be a ball game, dude. dude I'm, saying, I'm telling you, if anybody can it beat out. those stats, I think so too. I do. I really do. I think it's going to be Rams and Patriots again. I agree. I agree. And I told you that to begin, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just. On the over-under. A... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, the fact the fact of the matter is, is those stats totally understand great everything, but we're dealing with the young buck. Dude, Patrick stop. Is the... Stop no. it. No, dude, he can do it. If he is anybody that can, can. throw Tom Brady, he, he and you know another you're, thing too, you're, right. you're not thinking of two words that needs this more than anybody. Andy Reid. He needs this to go to the Super Bowl. He needs to do this. He can't lose in an AFC championship. Taking Patriots going over fifty-five. Leave it at that. You're I'm, going, I'm going under. I'm going under. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm taking the under. I actually on that. have the under on my bet, but I knew you guys were gonna take that here, so I'm going over <laughs> on the on the station. Hey, no matter yeah. if we all agree, I mean we're uh, we're all yeah, smart no, here. For sure. yeah, we I just want to go a little different here for the competition. <laughs> I I understand that, but I I just think the pa- the Patriots are just gonna want to run the ball and it's try gonna to be to, their position the whole game for sure. Yeah. They're they're gonna try to milk the clock. They they do not want Pat Mahomes on the field. Pat Mahomes is a legit threat. Nobody can stop Tyreek Hill, but in the end of the day, it is it's Belichick and Brady. I'm taking it. I I will, yeah. I will go with the the plus three of the Patriots. I'm taking the under. I don't think it'll it'll reach fifty four and a half. I don't think it'll get to fifty five. I'll tell you what though, if uh, Chiefs do win, I'm looking forward to Super Bowl week for the interviews just to hear Patrick Mahomes for a whole two weeks just talking. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's what all that catch-up will do to your vocal cords. Yeah. <laughs> no, if if Pat Mahomes wins, uh, if he beats Brady, I might just have to go go get a Patty Mahomes jersey or something because the guy's just unreal. How could Absolutely you not? Unreal. How could you not? He is amazing right now, dude. It's unreal. It really. So is he unanimous MVP of the league, or is somebody voting for Drew Brees? Oh, Fogel. Fogel. I think Fogel made it right. Drew Brees Holmes. all the way. No, it's Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll give my vote if I had one, if I was lucky enough to have one. I think Mahomes is unanimous MVP, hands down. Hands down. Aside from these games here in the playoffs. Kind of want to go and uh, venture off a bit. I want to ask you guys' opinion, just because it's breaking news today. What do you think about the Daryl Bevel hire for the Detroit Lions offensive coordinator spot? Unexpected. Very, 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 very unexpected. I mean, On left field? Yeah. I mean, right. This guy's uh, Nick Castellanos playing right field. Fly ball going right over his head. I did not see this at all coming. Especially, I mean, it waited so long to the point where you thought for sure it was going to be O'Shea or Waldron because of the way the I schedule we was set up. Waldron, like I wanted though. And you, and you know what? I mean, like I said, you listen to a lot of people's point of views. Do you think 
anybody wanted to come here. Do you think if Patricia has another bad year, he's going to be here still? I mean, it's going to be close. Yeah, I, I think mean, he's got I another think he two years on him, maybe. I think it's Quinn and maybe Patricia. A little more. They'd be going out at the same time. But the thing I see most about this hire is either A, no one wanted to come here, or B, they, we we just did what I don't Bob think it's said. That, man. I don't think any. I think every anybody in in any franchise is happy to becomes a part of it. I think, dude. dude I'm is, telling you, I think it's Stafford. Just, I don't think people want to work with Stafford. No, it ain't nothing to do with that, dude. You don't think I don't so? think anybody would turn down a job because of, of the franchise's history. I love my Lions. Don't get me wrong, but. Matthew, if I was coming to an organization with Matthew Stafford and he had to control everything, if you I would if be you were curious. fired and you were about to go sit on your couch and you weren't gonna have any source of income, would you be happy to be called by a team to come play? Yeah, I agree, but I mean, if they had other choices, I mean, they would definitely. Dude, the thing is, is like, you gotta look at it this way: is Stafford, Joe Lombardi didn't like Stafford because on his offense, and now he's come in and, and Stafford Stafford's the only one that stays all these coordinators and coaches always go when the hell are we going to start blaming Stafford I get he's 9-1 with a 100 yard rusher I understand that but at the same time it's like we've had so many chances to win a division and he has not done anything it's almost to the fact where alright you're going to bring this guy in who's going to be a run heavy offense good I ain't go worried another about running Stafford back. really anymore I'm, I'm, go, I'm bro I was I was a little bit upset like you are right now about this at first. But as I dug into it, dude, I kind of like this guy. I, I'm not saying I don't like I'm What I'm saying is you don't pay a quarterback you're that money if you're going to make him only throw the ball 20 times a game. He's not, dude. They, he, it's not a just – it's a balanced offense if you look at the history. It's not all run. Yeah, it's, it's not anything like Baltimore's doing. It, it's, it's definitely run first, but – it's a balance. It's got a lot bag. of play action opens, bro. And you know what? If that's the case, get me fucking Kyler Murray in the draft if you had that's, this there. Hey, as soon as I heard I'm all not, this, I was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be squeezed up there somehow at first. Give me time to escape the pocket and make throws. And give me, like I said, give me more time to do this and give me a dual threat quarterback if this is the case. It will make you the future, pay, man. We use Stafford for what we got of him now. But we're blessed to have Stafford. So blessed. Nah. Go to church yeah. every Sunday. Listen. Blessed to have Matt number nine. Listen. Who in hasn't eight... won a fucking playoff game. He's been Listen. here 10 years. And he's, what, 10 and 56 against winning teams? Get the it's fuck out right, of here. right, buddy. Relax. No, hey, it's upsetting. Breath. It's very upsetting. <laughs> eight, eight of Bevel, Bevel's 12 years as a coordinator, he's led a top 15 scoring offense. Five times he's led a top five scoring offense and once number two overall in the NFL, bro. He's yeah. had Marshawn Lynch, Adrian Peterson. He's had guys in the rotation, Good. you know, second and Good. third string running backs. I like the hire. Production. I like the hire. I really do. Russell Wilson had his most pass attempts and yards in freaking season under this guy. Uh, I, I, I think what Hell's is just trying to say is that the frustration is starting to boil over with Stafford because he's getting paid $26 million a year, and this guy essentially is going to take the ball more. It's going to take the ball out of Stafford's hands more often, more often than not. And I know it's going to be run first. It's not going to be a run-heavy attack, but it's going to be balanced. Right, let's move on from Staffy. No, I think he's got a legitimate gripe. I think we need more out of Stafford. I think he's... We do. We do. We need way more out of him. He just looks like the guy that get we, one, gets one read. He looks at that one read the whole time, and he'll throw a pick. Or if that one read's not there, he don't know what the fuck to do with the ball. Especially just, this past year. Years on before that, he wasn't this bad. I mean, he was doing the same thing under Joe Lombardi. I just don't think like he was, that. He like Helzer said, I don't think perfect. he can... I don't think he can get down a complex offense. I don't think he can make more than one or two reads at a play. That'll be seen, and that's where I think we'll take our, you know, our quarterback here in the next either this year or next two years. Man, it's just like I said, Rozzy. It's it's the fact of the matter is, is you want to do this? I'm all for it. You don't pay your quarterback twenty seven million dollars. It's been there ten years. The problem I have with the the coordinator hire 
is the fact that you want a good run game. I get it, but carry on. Carry on. Carry on's not going to make sixteen games. This is going to be good for carry on. He's not going to make sixteen games. going to be good. Yeah, he will. We need a backup. We do. We do. And he'll get one. He'll get one because that's what he's had in the past. Dude, they were using J.D. McKissick and shit behind Marshawn Lynch. He better. Like they're they're straight, dude. Thomas Rawls or whatever I believe came up through that. Like you know, they use backups. Give me a run game when I got a freaking right guard who's dead and give me a run game when my right tackle isn't worth the goddamn money okay now are you telling me i'm with that eighth pick in the draft i'm drafting a tackler right now i better not be drafting a tackle with all this defensive talent. no no we can't do that but if it's run first i mean this is this is the identity we're going with we take Jonah williams at eight i'm not gonna be mad but i'm not Bro, gonna be we'll happy. take a defensive player and hopefully it's greedy um, if we somehow move up, trade up for Kyler Murray, holy shit, dude. No, we only need to trade up for him, I don't think. We might not have to. The risk is, alright, this is a topic for another day, but the Kyler Murray thing is... If he's that, there, do you take him? No, I I mean, I do, but I don't. I think he, this would be the most Lions move ever for him to have a hell of a year, and the Oakland A's <laughs> throw him $20 million, <laughs> and he goes to Oakland. You. I'm telling you, bro, I can see it now. <laughs> The person that represents Russell Wilson the most is Kyler Murray. Correct. In this draft. Yeah. We get this guy. Balls out for one or two years. Think he's, he's gone. Gonna, he ain't he's just gonna leave. Go to MLB, Look what happened he's to Barry. NFL. People need to Look know. Look what happened he's to Calvin. Look what happened to Barry. Look what happened to Calvin. You tell me Kyler Murray not gonna do the goddamn same thing, even if he makes the playoffs. Relax. Relax. In Detroit. Yeah. I drive down there every you know. day. It's a damn hellhole. I love Detroit, but down downtown's great. Outskirts horrible. Yeah, you're right about that. If I'm a free agent, I'm not coming here. If I want business, there's, I'm not coming here. There's things, bro. There's things. If I'm a rookie, they just got drafted. It. Stafford loves it, apparently. Yeah, they live in fucking Bloomfield Hills or whatever. <laughs> I would love it too. It's just it's just so frustrating because I, I actually really like the hire. I, I mean, I don't mind it. I get it. They're doing what Bob Quinn said. We'll We're controlling it. the football. We're going to run it. This is We're way better than defense. we've had in the past. Though. You had higher hopes in JBC. All right. And this, this guy is way better than him. This guy is a mirror almost of Adam Gase. Why, but, why, like, why instead why of quarterbacks, why, he's why running backs. Why are we hiring him now? That's all I want to know. Because we weren't going for the young guys, man. Why didn't we hire him? That's the no whole one, story. What, two people gave him an interview? That was it? Two weeks ago? We're hiring him now? No, we gave three people an interview, I think, but one was unconfirmed. and then. No, I mean, he only had two interviews with Jacksonville I'm sure we and were Atlanta. going to interview the two young guys that are still in the playoffs right now, and I'm sure there was other guys that might be in the playoffs at the moment, too, that we might might have had in mind. This guy, I think we 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 wanted this guy. I think, man. Okay, well, how about this? How come Adam Schefter and no one else broke the story? How come it was Detroit Lions that had to break it? That was the first time I heard of it. Adam Schefter reports everything. What is going on? Yeah. Like, why the hell did this happen at this time? On a fucking Wednesday at five o'clock. I'm. I well, was what this means? Chris Burke of uh, the Athletic, right? He 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 made a good point. The hiring of Daryl Bevel means the Lions fully commit to Matt, Matt, Matt Patricia's approach. And that terrifies me. It's not bad, though, man. Give me a good defense. Spend the money on the defense, and I'm good. So he, he says, they hire Wednesday of ex-Vikings, Seahawks OC, Daryl Bevel, and the latter category. Seeing as how GM Bob Quinn told everyone the coordinator call would be Patricia's make... Perhaps it shouldn't come as a surprise. Bevel spent 2006-2010 calling plays for Minnesota and 11-17 through 17 for Seattle. I mean, I kind of like it, man. I do, Over too. Over his first four seasons but... with Russell Wilson in Seattle, Bevel's offense ranks 7th or higher in the DVOA, which is Football Outsiders' metric of offensive efficiency. It topped out at number 1 in 2015. I get that, but I mean, look at these four teams that are in the championships here. They're all passing. Oh, and he makes a point here. I mean, he makes a point here about that. You should, you should look into it, man. I, I'm just. I'll share it to you later on. Maybe I'll share it to the Twitter page. I love it, 
but at the same time, it's it's just like, why now? That's all I want to know. Why now? Why not two weeks ago? Was there something? Think we were browsing the options. I don't think it was just a last minute hire, like you, like you said. I don't think it's the last minute, but I I think that he wasn't the first option. I'll guarantee. Maybe not. I, I think though. O'Shea was. I think the wide receiver coach for the Pats. I mean, look at this is the first time they went without a New England tie. Be happy it's not Godsey, all right? I'm I'm very happy it's not Godsey. I'd probably I wouldn't get season tickets if it was if it was Godsey. And I even told you that, and that would be wild of me not to do. Which I love going down there, but at the same time, you're gonna get them if we take an offensive tackle, though, right? I don't mind the offensive tag. I just think the draft is so loaded with defense. We we need to go BPA. Yeah, no, that's how good no, teams dude, go. We do, we do. We need. We, no, you're right. We do, we do. We need to take a corner. I want. I want a corner. I'm not I want greedy. If greed, I not to be a spoiler, but I think greedy's gonna be gone before that. Who wants him? I got my mock draft right here in front of my hand. I don't even want to say. <laughs> yeah, it. We'll say it for a different day. I love, I love no, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. It'll so, just be in a later segment. But I think there's a couple teams I will say that could need him. And one I'll point out there, I, can, I think the Jets could trade down and get him. I think having him with Jamal Adams would be huge. I don't see a lot of people in their secondary. I think they want him. Um, I could see Tampa Bay with the worst pass defense wanting him. If they don't dra- trade and draft a quarterback, depending on Bruce Arians with James Winston, that could be smoke. I think uh, the New York Giants could draft him too. I mean, Janoris Jenkins is there, but there's uh, other... Stop, bro. They need a QB. It's the Giants. So, It'd be man. stupid if they take that. They've already were I'm telling you right now. They're not going to do that two 100%. years in a 100%. These QBs that are they're projected not to go in the top five is bullshit. Because when's the last time that a QB wasn't taken in the top five? I would love for someone to look that up. There's got to be at least one QB that was taken in the top five for the last 10 years. There has to be. That wasn't? That was. Like People, people don't understand that People panic. Teams panic. They make moves. Oh, of course, dude. No, they. I think a lot of people understand that. And I, I just think don't think they understand the degree of it. Mike Mayock right here, first year. Oakland at four with Tampa Bay, the Giants, and Jacksonville behind them who could take quarterback. I think someone trades to Oakland and gets a quarterback. All right, DraftKings. JJ, you want to go with yours first, bud? Yeah, sure. I'll run down who I got. Uh, not very many t- people to choose from uh, no, with no. only four teams left so we probably have similar lineups uh out of the quarterbacks remaining i like drew Brees. he's in a dome he's got some weapons around him so mm-hmm. i'll lock him in a quarterback at running back one i got sony michelle uh i think the patriots are gonna try to pound the rock so he might get a he's probably gonna get a lot of touches i just took cj anderson for the hell of it i mean why the hell not he's on a heater keep riding it till he fucking cools off um Wide receiver one, we'll go Michael Thomas. He's he's gonna have a big game. Uh, Robert Robert Woods, I have at wide receiver two. I think he might have a big play or two. He has that ability to stretch the defense, so I'm taking him at wide receiver two. Wide receiver three for the hell of it, Ted Ginn Jr. Let's just see, maybe he breaks a 60 yard touchdown or something. Uh, tight end, the only tight end I could pick is Travis Kelsey. He's the best. <laughs> he, he's going to make every catch in the cold weather. So. Who else do you go with there? Uh, this no, week? Nobody else. Nobody else. Make make enough room in your lineup for Travis Kelsey, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. Box position, I got James White. I just think dump off. He just he just lives in the underneath. Dump off. He's Tom Brady's best friend, so give me the – Give me James White at the flex. And uh, for the hell of it, Patriots D, I don't know. Maybe they force uh, Mahomes late into some turnovers like they did the first time they played. So that's my lineup right there. What about you, Ross? Man, it's not much different. little different, not much. I got uh, I got Breeze, number one QB there. I think he's a lock. Um, it's, it's between him and Brady. And uh, I think Breeze has got you know, access to more points this week. Um. My number one running back is also Sony Michelle. I also took uh, number two as C.J. Anderson, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> three for three. I went uh, Michael Thomas, number one receiver there. Number two receiver, I switched it up with Julian Edelman. 
Oh, man, he had a big week last week. I think if the Patriots are going to get outside of the run game at all, that's where it's going to be. For sure. Um, picking up Sammy Watkins in the third spot for KC there. Just uh, okay. he's cheap, four grand. And uh, Travis Kelsey, yep, definitely a lot. Must grab him, make room for that, like JJ said. Uh, James White, that's uh, that's my slot, or flex, rather. And then uh, I'm going with the Patriots defense right now. <laughs> so everything but the two wide receiver positions, yeah. Not a whole lot to choose from this week. No, not really, not really. And uh, that really wraps it up, man. Uh, I'm, we might be able to squeeze in uh, – Hoser later on, and uh, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. But uh, yeah, anybody wants to uh, follow us up on Twitter, set up in the booth, and follow us on the show. Subscribe. We got uh, we got it up on iTunes and Apple, and we got uh, we got it up on Anchor. Great, share, thanks and again, subscribe, JJ. people. Oh yeah, yeah thanks no again for joining, man. No problem. I enjoy uh, my time. I uh, wanted. On the show out here, I want to extend an invite. I'm more than welcome to fill in, you know, spot for us. So, I'd be happy to. I'd be happy to continue help making content for you guys moving forward. So, I appreciate the offer. Absolutely, man. That wraps it up, guys. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Enjoy your Sunday, folks. <laughs>